Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Go, a podcast with Chestnut Mountain Church. My name is Jared Cagle. I'm thrilled to be with you today as we come together every week in five minutes or less to talk about how to apply the sermon from Sunday to our everyday lives. We believe that learning is only realized if it's applied, and that's why we spend just a few minutes every week discussing what we learned and how we can apply it. We are right in the middle of our series, walking through the book of Colossians. And this week, Pastor Brian taught on Colossians 2, verses 12 through 15 specifically. I just want to read these to refresh us quickly here. Verse 12, having been buried with Christ in baptism, in which you were also raised with him through faith in the powerful working of God, Who raised him from the dead. And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with Christ, having forgiven us all our trespasses. By canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands, this he set aside, nailing it to the cross. And he disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them into open shame by triumphing over them in him. So first, we want to deal with this act of baptism, the sacrament of the church. Paul writes and he says, you, having been buried with Christ in baptism, what does that mean? Baptism, if you've been with us the last several weeks, we've been doing a lot of baptism by immersion. We practice water baptism here as a sacrament of the church that Jesus himself ordained. And when we say baptism, when we practice baptism, what we mean is it's an outward expression of a spiritual event, an outward expression of what's taken place on the inside. So going through baptism is your public announcement to everyone to let everyone know what has happened in your heart because of what Jesus has done. Now, being baptized is not salvation. We're saved in the moment that we receive and believe and proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord of our life. In baptism, what we do symbolically is we enter into the tomb with Christ, being buried with him, symbolizing death to our flesh, being buried with him in baptism. And then when we come up out of the water, we're symbolizing the resurrection with him, our new life in him through his resurrection. So when we come up out of the water, what we what it's symbolizing now is as a new creation, everything that is his is now ours. Because he is alive, we too are alive. Because of his resurrection, we too have been resurrected. So this this is a victorious celebration. And this celebration that we've been talking about that's worth celebrate, celebrating is an eternal victory. And this is good news because the victories of this world, they don't last. But the victory that we're talking about is a victory that will never change, that will never be um, adjusted or tweaked or even 
defeated in the slightest way. This victory is secure in Christ. And we see in verse 15 of Colossians 2 again, it says that Christ disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them. When Christ overcame the grave and was resurrected, we too were resurrected. And and when that happened, the enemy was stripped, the enemy was shamed, and the enemy was triumphed. Satan, the enemy, was armed with all of our wrongs and coming before Christ saying, look at what they've done. They don't deserve this. But Christ, the Bible tells us, disarmed the enemy. So, so what this means is the moment we placed our faith in him, the almighty hand of the Savior reaches over and rips out every record of our wrongdoing from the hand of the enemy. He disarms the enemy with every accusation that he had on us because Jesus' blood covers our sins. And it didn't stop there because he then put him to open shame. So every time we sing or say, hell lost another one, which has become a go-to phrase around here lately, we are making a public display of Satan himself because he wasn't as big or as strong as he thought he was. So we're commanded by God to celebrate salvation and to celebrate baptism, but we have to understand the victory that salvation is in order to celebrate it fully. So two questions in conclusion as we are challenged to apply this to our lives. Number one, have you ever been obedient to enter the waters of baptism and make your salvation public? Maybe you've been saved before, but you've never followed through in obedience to the Lord's command by being baptized and uh, declaring to the world what's been done on the inside of you. If, if you've never followed through, we would love for you to contact us and let us know, and we would love to walk with you through the next steps of that. If you have been saved and baptized the question that I would have for you is, are you walking in this victory and are you celebrating this victory of others and with others? Are you walking in it? Are you celebrating it? Those are the questions that we need to be wrestling with today and every day. Until next time, I can't wait, but let's go.